Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. About time we caught up with our new-ish federal member for Nichols, Sam Birrell. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Terry. You're kind of still newish, aren't you? Ah, uh, pretty new. Um, <laughs> I was just reflecting yesterday. There's, the election was in May, but um, we've only sat in Parliament for uh, three weeks. So, uh, so, so you're still, still sort of getting, getting your head around all of that. That's right. That experience is still fairly new. How's that been? Oh, it's been really good. Um, there's a, there's obviously a lot to learn, uh, but um, yeah, but and a lot of people to meet uh, and a lot of stuff to understand. But uh, but it's been really good, of course. Uh, we we were supposed to have sat for four weeks by now, but um, but the the death of the Queen meant that Parliament was suspended. So uh, so that sort of um, changed the arrangements uh, as of last week. So you were saying you're going down tonight for a special event tomorrow? Yes. Um, so obviously the Queen's funeral was on Monday at night our time, and the Prime Minister attended that. He's flying back now, and there'll be a special memorial service in the Great Hall of Parliament tomorrow. So uh, for members and senators, um, premiers and, and chief ministers. So I'll be attending that tomorrow. And then on Friday, um, the House of Representatives will spend the day having condolence motions for the Queen. So uh, all of the uh, members will, will get to make a speech essentially on behalf of their electorate. So I'll be doing that on behalf of Nichols on Friday. Uh, and then Parliament will resume sitting next Monday. What will you be saying, Sam? Because uh, are you uh, actually a monarchist? Am I a monarchist? Well, um, I, I guess uh, as, a, as a representative of this re- region, uh, that's a complicated question. Y- y- generally, I am a monarchist. I-, I foresee that one day Australia will want to become a republic, Um I don't think there's any uh, mood in the community, and especially in Nichols, to become uh, a republic anytime soon. Well, no mood, no mood at all. Uh, I don't sense <laughs> it. If, if someone, if if someone can, um, uh, if someone can explain to me that there is a mood, then I, I'm very interested in listening to it. But but that's my sense of where the community's up to right now. Um, I think that uh, people who were interested in a republic back 20 years ago uh, have probably looked at the stability of our system in a changing world, uh, looked at perhaps some of the issues that have happened in the United States over the last few years with a republic, uh, and I think they're comfortable with our with our system. So, look, I think that's where where the country and, and Nichols is at, and, and I'm very comfortable to represent that, that point of view. You've had a condolence book at your electorate office. How's that gone? Oh, it's been um, it's been really popular. Actually, it's been a great way of people uh, expressing what they felt. Uh, so that's still the, the people are still welcome to come in to, to sign that. Um, and there's obviously been a bit of a run on people who have wanted to get some photos of the Queen. <coughs> also, um, I mean, I don't know if people know this, and I probably shouldn't say it because it'll increase the demand. But there's been a run on flags. Uh, as people have pulled their flags down to half mast, they've realised some of them aren't in great condition. So there's been a lot of people contacting my office for a new flag, which you're entitled to do. Okay, um, so um, our local members of parliament can give us a free Australian flag, can they? Correct. I yep. did not know that. 
Um, and just to answer your earlier question, what will I be saying? Um, I'm still working through that. Um, I don't... Um, look, I, I'll be paying tribute to the Queen's service um, and conscientiousness. Uh, I'll be referring to her visit here in 1954 um, and just the way I think she's uh, helped foster some improved uh, human rights conditions uh, around the world, but in this country as well. And I, and I think that's a fair thing to do. So, so we're still working through that, but, but those, are, those will be the general um, thoughts. Raising human rights and thinking about the visit, of course, brings back memories of the way the Indigenous people were treated at that time. Yeah, I'm, I, I think we're going to touch on that. Um, as I say, I'm talking with people about wh- what I say. I, th- I think we need to touch on that. I mean, people who understand the history here will know that um, as the Queen came across the Peter, what is now the Peter Ross Edwards Causeway, um, the, local, um, the local leaders at the time decided to put some hessian up so she wouldn't see the condition of the Indigenous people were living in on the flats. Um, now, uh, that, that was done by the leadership here and, and it, and it reflected the attitudes at the time. Um, it wasn't a decision of the queen herself and, uh, she has since, uh, reflected that that was, was unnecessary and inappropriate thing to do. And she has, uh, she reached out after that when she was older to Indigenous leaders from this region, including some of those who were young children running around those flats at the time, and and met with them uh, and and hosted hosted events with them, and I just think that 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 points to an improvement uh, in the way that we approach these issues, and I think she led that. Uh, nothing's perfect yet, but but I just I think that's an important point to reflect on. The other thing you've been vocal about recently, Sam, is you're concerned about funding for regional areas under the new government. Yeah, I have been, um, and I'll be continue to be. As we, In the lead-up to the October budget, um, there is some rhetoric from Labor that, uh, you know, it's going to be a hard budget, um, and I'm not necessarily saying that, that cuts don't need to be found, but... It's always there's always been a disproportionate funding for regional areas um, compared to metropolitan areas, and that's you know p- part of the reason I joined the National Party was to, to to continue that fight to make sure that that we get what what is required for us. Because um, when you look at a lot of the funding, it, it generally goes to metropolitan areas. So uh, there's things that, in the scheme of things, aren't huge amounts of money, but they are absolutely critical to region, smaller regional areas um, so that those communities can continue to thrive. So, um, look, I'm, I'm having meetings with all of the relevant Labor ministers to explain the importance of these things, uh, and, um, and I'll try and work constructively, but, uh, but I'll be fighting as well. So, um, yes, I am concerned that, that's, that, that, that Labor might start the cuts in the regions, and that's just not appropriate. Well, obviously at a time when, you know, there are a lot of pushes for different reasons to get people out of the cities. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's my, you know, part of my um, vision and, uh, and what I want to achieve in Parliament is more of a focus on, on population balance. Uh, and I attended a wonderful um, a gala dinner for the Regional Australia Institute Conference, as did a number of um, people from Shepparton. 
and and their the report that they've released is called Rebalancing the Nation, and I just think that that's that's something we want. You know, as I said in my maiden speech, do we want Australia to have these these sort of two or three mega cities ever sprawling, um, and so everybody in Australia lives in some sort of suburb, or do we want to look more like a place that's got these vibrant regional hubs? Uh, connected by rail, and I think your listeners would know that um, living in a vibrant regional hub like Greater Shepparton uh, is is the way to go. So um, to do that, we need to invest. Yeah, and obviously if we're going to address you know, the jobs crisis that's particularly affecting rural and regional Australia, we need more people. We need more people, and, and, they, need, and, and they need more... You know, firstly, they need housing, but they need, um, they need amenities... Um, and, and things for the community like uh, sporting facilities, like um, arts facilities, all of those things that, uh, that sometimes in a city, you know, wealthy philanthropists can build or, or they can, you know, put them in the middle of um, a suburb and, and they service, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of people and, and therefore um, those things can be funded perhaps more from a private um, perspective from people who've got very high incomes. In regional areas, we really do need the government to step in. Okay, just one last item before I let you go, Sam, and this is in relation to the Raise Our Voice, um, a Raise Our Voice in Parliament campaign for young people. You're wanting young people to get involved in that. Sounds like a good initiative. Yeah, yeah, I think, oh, as you would know, Terry, and I, I found this on and off during the campaign, um, that people, that the understanding of what happens in Parliament, both state and federal, um, is not great uh, and the belief that people can actively participate in our democracy in some cases isn't great uh, and the um, uh, what people think of politicians isn't great <laughs> so we've all got a lot of work to do there and um, and I'm the first to admit that you know sometimes the the, the way politicians have acted hasn't been great um, I just just think this is a way to get young people involved in the process to understand the process I'm, I don't I don't care whether they think um, um, greens uh, independents labor or nationals liberals is the way to go that's not what it's about it's more about people knowing that they can um, that they can be part of the process engage with their local member engage with the parliament so um, the details are all at the, at the website um, or, or on the Facebook site but but it's an opportunity for young people to submit some speeches um, that have a potential to get at, on issues that are important to them that that um, that will be able to be read out in Parliament. And I think that that's you know if I had a if I had been fifteen or whatever and had a, a, some of my words read out in the in the highest chamber in the land, it would have felt pretty pretty special to me. So it's a great opportunity. So speech submissions are now open and close on October nineteen. You can find more about that at raise our voice no raise yeah raise our voice australia.com forward slash youth voice i think if you just google raise yeah. our voice australia mm-hmm. you will find it and uh presumably on your facebook page as well sam That's right. yeah right. and we're um and we're we're trying to to um to uh, raise that uh, the awareness of that program amongst the schools in the region and i hope i hope a lot of people in, engage with it yeah, I mean, get the kids to sit down during class and write a speech. That would be a good activity. <laughs> That's right, yep. 
All right then, Sam, thank you for your time and we look forward to catching up with you shortly. That is the member, our federal member for Nichols, Sam Birrell. Thank you, Sam. Thank you very much. The local property market is hot and there has never been a better time to sell. Are you thinking of selling or maybe you're just curious about what your home is worth in today's market? Your Sold Real Estate has many qualified buyers looking for properties across the Golden Valley in all price ranges right now. At Your Sold Real Estate, you can expect a fresh, reliable, old-fashioned and proactive approach when it comes to selling your property. Put the billy on and we'll be around for a cuppa and a chat. Call today 5831 6633 or visit our website at yoursoldrealestate.com.au. You'll be sold by our service. Station sponsor. The Stanhope Family Hotel is your home of good old-fashioned country hospitality with delicious good-sized hearty meals including char-grilled steaks cooked to perfection, a variety of palmas with specialty sauces, a good choice of seafood dishes pan-fried or crispy battered, beef and chicken schnitzel burgers with a great selection of fillings and pasta meals made the traditional way. Satisfaction is our guarantee, so why not pop in for a meal? On the Midland Highway for over 60 years, we also offer great times with all all welcome to enjoy our quality live entertainment. The Stanhope Family Hotel, more than just a pub. 1FM sponsor. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from, from 1FM's 1FM's Sport and Road. Central Tire Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tire servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tires, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 555. Station sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.